We recorded You Paid for This a couple of nights ago. Yeah. And do you know how I ended that night? We all were blitzed out of our fucking minds by the end of it. Yeah. I just kind of went out onto my patio. Like, my my room leads right out to the outside. And I just kind of sat on the picnic table that we have on the patio next to the grill. And then in my state, I was like, hmm, nothing on the table. I bet this could support my weight. No. And then no. I just laid down on the picnic table and... I did not wake up until later. Oh, my God. I thought that story was going to be end with just like, I got finished watching Ready to Rumble. Rumble. Sat up very drunk, walked outside, and just said, why? I just whispered to the universe, now I know you don't exist. <laughs> it is only me. It is only the Rumble Boys. <laughs> Boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time! It's time! It's time! A load. And I'm talking about a load. A load of BS. That's right. A load you, of BS. Are you okay? I am. I'm, I'm auditioning to be the next Sonic the Hedgehog. They're gonna make him the new Metal Gear. Also, this is a load of BS. Is great. that what you think Metal Gear sounds like? My name is Metal Gear Sonic. Who do you think? Who's the main character of Metal Gear? Sonic. I just told you. Don't be a dick. Oh yeah, of course the spinoff Metal Gear Sonic. <laughs> And that's my that's my compatriot, my man in the chair who teaches me everything. Detective it's, Pikachu. It's he, the T to the A I L S. It's Tails. Don't you to, dare you! Don't you dare try to put me into that role, Blake. I Tanner. do not accept that, and that's not happening. Oh wait! Oh no, Knuckles. That's right. It's me. Knuckles, but I'm also you from the future. That's why we have the same voice. Oh no, Knuckles has a gun. This is like Looper, but with instead of loops, it's rings. Pew, pew, Living pew. in a gangster's paradise. paradise. <laughs> it's a fucking dumbass thing. I hate that Sonic trailer so much. I. No, I hated it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Like, Trying my best to be my good old positive self, but no, the minute and Sonic's horrifying man teeth appeared to the audience. You know what the weird thing is? Like, during most of it, it's like, hey, this is a good trailer. Until I saw Sonic, and until I saw Jim Carrey as the Eggman. Well, I actually like what they're doing with the Eggman. Because here's what I'm thinking happens. I think old Sonic's got him some electrical fur. Do you think that old Sonic is going to, like, blow a poison gas cloud in Eggman's face and he loses all of his hair and then he becomes Lex Luthor? Yeah, yes, that's exactly what it is. Um, uh, uh, no, no, that's also in the other Metal Gear that I'm doing, the Phantom <laughs> Ring. Um, but no, I, I think, because it shows someone, like, picking up one of his... Um, like one of his strands of hair and there's electricity and I bet Eggman's gonna be like 
that's what I need, me and my kooky self, because I'm Jim Carrey, and instead of playing this role creepy, I'm just being fucking Jim Carrey. Can I say, that's my one thing about Jim Carrey playing this, it's because it's like, it's just gonna be Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. It's like, if they dressed him up as Count Olaf in yeah. the Sonic movie, and it's like, I'm Eggman! Not only that, Jim Carrey playing Jim Carrey is nice because we haven't seen real Jim Carrey in a while. We've seen this Russell Brand motherfucker who's just like, I don't I don't know. I just, you know, whatever you think of as Jim Carrey is what you see. And, uh, but, I mean, that's not who I am. I'm a collection of several rings that was given to me by a tiny blue hedgehog with man teeth. I hope you enjoy my paintings. <laughs> I put them up on Instagram a lot. This one has Ant-Man flying up Donald Trump's ass. It's <laughs> So, what I think happens is I think Eggman is going to use the power of Sonic's fur to power his machine, so he sa- shaves the Sonic bald. And now Sonic kind of just looks like Grimace, but then it backfires and Eggman gets electrocuted and he loses all of his hair, except for his mustache that grows out ridiculously big. So you mean all of his hair from his head replaced, like, it shrinks back into his head and grows out his mustache. Yes, exactly. That's what happens. And that's how we get crazy Mad Max Eggman that we see at the end of the trailer. How do we get the more rotund Eggman that we're like really wanting to see. You remember the end of Dodgeball, <laughs> where it cuts to old, cuts to old Ben Stiller, and he's sad that he lost the good good Dodgeball game, and so now he's a fat boy and he's dancing around a milkshake. That's yeah. gonna be the end credits. You know, the really fun thing is that's actually um, Dodgeball is actually the sequel to Heavyweights. Yes, <laughs> where Ben Stiller. Also turns into a sad fitness man who probably gets fat. Um, actually, I think that is a thing, isn't it? Doesn't he get fat in the end of Heavyweights? I don't know. I've never seen it. No, I don't think... I don't remember Heavyweights. Yeah, well, Blake, I just... I... I've never thought the internet could do it. I never thought we could really make a difference. Until they came out and they are like... Look, we fucking get it. Sonic's really terrifying. Detective Pikachu, we didn't think would show us up as much as it did. but um, It did, boss. But we're going to fix Sonic. Don't worry. We're going to fix him and make him look worthy of what the internet is able to come up with in literally two seconds. It's like, oh yeah, look. Listen, y'all, we already had Sonic fixed. <laughs> The director is like, uh, he's not human looking. And I want this hedgehog to look like a small child. I would love if it returns. To, well, one of two options. One, uh, they just put Steve Buscemi's eyes where Sonic's eyes needs to be. <laughs> Do you know what I love about this is if they're going to go with the uh, the whole, oh, maybe Eggman transforms at the end. I would love if they're like, oh yeah, but Sonic was going to do that too. He was going to turn into that lovable character we all know. Yes, and not the abomination you get yep. to spend the film with. I will say... <laughs> you get I, to have you have to spend a whole film with that abomination, but you get what you want. I will say, my favorite shop of Sonic I've seen so far, I did send to you earlier today, and I just want to imagine that scene where all the missiles come flying at Sonic, and he looks down at his watch, and he's like, 
Hello, my friends. Look at all the everybody. It's me, Wado. And then Wado gets real racist and then blows up a bunch of missiles and kidnaps a bunch of kids. Republic credits. It's me, Detective Wado. I'm going to hang out with Will Smith's kid. Let's go, baby. So, so stupid. <laughs> you to start sending me the minion pictures again so I can forget about what you just said. Please go to everyone who does not know what I subjected Blake to this afternoon needs to go to my Twitter account at Scotty Mo because I found a sticker pack on the Facebook Messenger of Minions and I just started developing the Minions extended universe, which Blake, I'm not gonna lie, I was this close to making my thing this week. It's funny, I was this close to making that my thing this week. <laughs> It just is a one-hour episode devoted to our minion talk. Do you want me to like list them in your descriptions? Oh yeah, um, yes. And I'll for the people at home on YouTube, uh, the people at home on YouTube will get pictures of this, but the audio listeners, unfortunately, will just have to paint a word picture. You have to imagine. I will paint it. <laughs> All right, it's a minion that's kicking. This one's my favorite. I call him Kick Lace, the boy with no teeth. I respond, but. He has teeth. <laughs> Not enough. Not <laughs> enough. Not enough teeth. Look at Smiling Joe. Look at those gams. Kicklays don't have shit on Smiling Joe. And I just said another minion with this big ass smile. Would you like? Okay, I'll I'll start reading them. Would you like to describe the next minion I sent? He's just very kind. He's got a comb over. It's looks like he's uh, got some thinning hair, but he's got these big brown eyes, and he's smiling, and he's got his hands together, and he's so just, like, gentle. And that was Lil Toby. He seduces women into alleys to murder them. No, you said he kills them for sport. <laughs> the most dangerous game for little Toby. Oh, wait, who's this? Oh, that's a gift minion. He's throwing his hands up in the air doing a bobbly booby. That's Daddy Jeremy. He can't have children. The name is just meant to ease the pain. He's my daddy. There's a lot of them I didn't realize gift. <laughs> uh, like, uh, good old Daddy Jeremy never gift for me until that. <laughs> um, is it like... <laughs> I didn't notice this is what you put for Siren Boy. Oh, <laughs> wait, you haven't read that one yet? Well, I didn't... Let's skip ahead, because one of them did eventually gif, and I got terrified, so I said, Oh god, he moves! He's become sentient! Only one man can stop him! Or should I say, one woman? And then I sent a picture of a minion in a dress, and I said, Captain Marvel, in theaters now! That's... <laughs> That's when I realized you had been making the worst Avengers. Yeah, and then I found me a good, good siren boy who delivered the iconic line of I am Iron Man. I want the minions just to play the Avengers now. Just to be the Avengers. And when they get angry, it doesn't turn into Hulk. He turns into one of the little weird purple guys. Yeah, you call them Drunk Tony. Yeah, they turn into Drunk Tonys. Um, So, before we get into the good old brainstorming that we do on this show, Blake, I would like to just 
tell you that vision boards fucking work, and it's kind of blowing my damned mind right now. All right, tell me about this. Do you know of what vision of the vision of? Do you know of vision and his board and how he died in Infinity War? <laughs> yes, I I know him and his wonderful Jarvis voice. Yes, well, so basically, you put everything you want in the year, you put them down as like goals to build this beautiful board. You put it somewhere where you can see it. You've seen mine. And it's got some stuff that's come true, like getting married, but that already knew was going to happen. Having a baby, kind of knew that was happening. Getting a live show, that's on there. Hey, that's uh, good. Um, And then the weird one is last week I did say I got a new car, and I didn't realize until a few days ago that the fucking car I have on my vision board, I just searched cool red car and put it on my vision board i just put that on there fun fact it's the same fucking car i'm getting wizardry blake tanner believe in your dreams and your dreams will believe in you baby hey look at my cool red car i've got (laughs) i've got the hyundai cool red that's the name of it the cool red it's actually oh no wait that's the maker cool red cars this isn't real. This isn't a real car. Where did this car come from? And then this is when the Black Mirror episode starts. Well, they also make, um, they also make fucking monster trucks, and those are the big red cars, and they're covered in cinnamon. Cinnamon. Cinnamon, so nice. Well, Blake, I want to bring something new to the table this week. Something. Oh, good. I'm bringing something different this week, too. Because here's the thing. <laughs> We've got our listeners, but what what we really need are almost like pitches for the Shark Tank that we are. Mm-hmm. And we've yet to get that from our listeners. So, Blake, I've constructed a listener. Okay. I've made a listener because I'm going to a website right now called botnik.org. And what botnik is, is essentially you can load in any chunk of text you want. And from that, it can allow you to make anything. So like a, a channel I like called Drawfee used it to make uh, different drawings for their show. Well, I've loaded basically a compilation of what I considered the BS's greatest hits into uh-huh. Botnik, and we're just gonna see make like three or four Botnik pitches. So, Blake, uh, just give me like a beginning of the sentence. So, like, yo, boys, would you like to make this or whatever? Uh, okay. Sup, fuckers? Why don't you get me one of these? Why don't you get me one of... No, no, I'm sorry. Did you put the sup fuckers in? Yeah, it's sup fuckers. Why don't you get me one of... One of Thrones. Um, Let's see. I can't shuffle it. Why don't you get me one of the... All right, Blake, I'm going to give you five. Slime, lyrics, hospital, kingdoms, or characters. Why don't you give me one of the characters... Why don't you give me one of the characters? Um, wow. Do you want R of N and A? 
One of the characters in... One of the characters in... That's a really tiny word. One of the characters in Game of Thrones... (laughs) Jesus Christ, not again. Oh, well... Okay, hey fuckers, why don't you give me one of the characters in Game of Thrones... Boy, I don't have a lot of words. Make... One of the characters in Game of Thrones make a... Baby. Make a cyberpunk... Tortilla. Okay, so... No, no, follow me out. Okay, what's a cybernetic tortilla other than a CD? This is all about fucking Grey Worm making his mixtape. I thought you were going to be like... (laughs) Oh no, it's... Maybe it's Arya Stark making a new killing implement. Oh, okay. I don't know about this at all. Uh, maybe it's Jon Snow, and he's really into playing Frisbee with his dog. He does have a dog that finally came back this week. So I guess that's a spoiler, <laughs> fuck. Oh, <laughs> it's a dog's purpose, but instead of a normal dog, it's Jon Snow, and the movie ends very abruptly when Jon Snow throws this cybernetic tortilla at the dog and chops its head off. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Yeah. You know those dogs in that show, they don't have a very good life expectancy, so that might be close (laughs) to reality. That's just what's gonna happen, baby. Like, most of those fucking dogs are dead, dude. Uh, Yeah, I remember. I watched the first episode where he gets the dog as a puppy. No, 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 no. They all get dogs, and the dogs are dead. (laughs) Except for John's. I think there's the uh, there's another one that's not, but was sent into the wilderness because it would have been made dead okay. by shitty Prince Shitmire way back in the first season. All right, uh, let's start a new one. I had a great idea about. Okay, <coughs> all right, you got three choices: Abraham, Larry, or uh, Nicholas. <laughs> oh, wine is also there too. I kind of want to pick wine, but I want to see what we'll do with Larry. I'm okay, Larry. Blake, do you want me to click the? Cause you know where it's leading. Yep. All right. <laughs> do you want me to click cable? <laughs> Can we? I really wish that one of those options is cage. <laughs> Larry the Cage! Oh my god. No, wait, no, but there is Larry the Guy. Not Cable Guy, just Larry the Guy. Yeah, Larry the Guy. This is what happens when Larry loses his job at the cable company. I hate, I had a great idea about Larry the Guy becoming a... Ping, Ping is here. Uh, I see wedding, sporting, gun, (laughs) knife and gun... Um, sporting, fight, medicine, fight? Cable guy. <laughs> it's about Larry McCoy. I don't have cable guy. Oh. Um, I'm gonna go with gun. <laughs> uh, I'm, 
I guess we have to keep going until there's a... <laughs> okay, fuck yes. I had a great idea about Larry the guy becoming a gun cabinet. Welcome to the BS's reboot <laughs> of two separate series at once. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector and also John fucking Wick. <laughs> so, basically, instead of instead of the normal opening to Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector, he runs outside and who's there but his faithful neighbor Donnie, dead on the sidewalk, shot through the side. And now, Larry becomes a veritable gun cabinet by filling up his coat with guns. I really wanted it to actually just be Donnie's dead. Larry looks down, he looks back up, and it's John Wick there. John Wick plunges his hand into Larry the Cables guy's chest and pulls out a gun. <laughs> and he just goes, you're my gun cabinet now. And it's just like, fucking, what's the term for that? It's like an old Viking torture thing where they rip open the ribs and you look like an eagle, kind of. It's that, except he's putting guns on each of the ribs. Yeah, eagle boy man guy. E <laughs> Larry the eagle guy! <laughs> oh, but he's still alive is the weird thing. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. This is where John Wick learns that Larry is immortal, and he's like, if you can't beat him, join him. And him and Larry the Cable Guy team up. And Larry's kind of the one in the back who takes all the bullets and dispenses the guns to John Wick. Yeah. Oh, man, that would make John Wick's job so much easier. Yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing. Larry the Cable Guy is what those <laughs> films need. Because they need that comic relief, that levity, that humor that only Larry could provide. Like, uh, like one of the scenes is, um, <laughs> basically they walk into like a poker game or something where there's a bunch of mob people there. Okay. Follow me mm -hmm. on this. Mm -hmm. And they get patted down for guns and neither of them have uh, guns. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> and so it eventually comes to a point where they realize, oh, he's John Wick, famous kill man. <laughs> famous kill man <laughs> and then Larry and then Larry gets uncomfortable and he farts and a gun goes off <laughs> oh that's so much better than what I was gonna do what I was just gonna say was the fact that they're just like well Mr. Wick looks like we have you at a disadvantage cause we have all the guns and then John looks over at Larry and Larry just quietly whispers Get her gun! <laughs> and just whips out guns and flings them at Keanu Reeves. I would love the idea if he just starts flinging guns and the bad guys just pick them up and they're like, okay, I didn't have any either. Yeah! You just, we've just got more guns now. Now I want, I want Larry to get uncomfortable. Fart. A gun shoot goes off. Shoots through Larry's chest and into one of the bad guys. Oh, yeah. And that's how he kills, like, the main head honcho. And, like, the rest of them all pull out guns. Yeah. I love... Okay, the, the, I like that scene happening, but the catchphrase, the tagline, has to be, get her gun. He does it after every, like, firefight. Yes. <laughs> it's Larry the Cable Guy Gun Cabinet. The sequel to Health Inspector. And I want, 
every time he's like gathering the guns up, he doesn't check to see if the magazines are empty or full. He just kind of puts them back in. Yeah, yeah. So there's a scene where he tosses one to John. John's like, click, click, click. What the fuck, Larry? Like, that's a legitimate bit from BS versus the gods, you motherfucker. You just stole a joke from our own book. <laughs> okay. So that's uh that's that yeah. one. We need one I think we can get one last good thing out of this. I'm sorry, I'm still giggling about the Larry the Cable Guy becoming different things universe. No, Larry the Guy. Yeah, where like the sequel is Larry the Cable Guy Cucumber. It's like, wait, what? He's <laughs> <laughs> got a very good job at the produce stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he becomes a cucumber. Exactly. All right, so we've got one last one. Would you like to start off the sentence, and I'll control where it goes? Hey, guys, could you make... Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Hey, guys, could you... Okay, here we go. Make... Okay, we've got A, it, and scene, the... I've got it like an it. Could it, you make it? Right? I was thinking it. Oh, yes! Oh, this machine knows me because it just says, Hey, guys, could you make it hornier? So. <laughs> it, it's whatever you wish. <laughs> um, Could you make it hornier with. Um. A, him, no, just. Oh, just would be good. Okay, make it hornier with just. One. One. Word. Could you make it hornier with just one word? So, if we had to make things really horny just suddenly, if we had to just really make the audience uncomfortable... (laughs) I would sit here as I am and swing my whiskey yeah. a little bit and say it's about to get uh, slickadocious up in here. It's about to get slickadocious. Slickadocious. I feel like there's just one word that immediately makes everything more horny. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. It's just thick. Thick. <laughs> It does, baby. We can make any... Think about any great monologue in history. If you add thick to it, it's suddenly sexy. To be or not to be. Thick. Thick. Alas, poor thick Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him, thick Horatio. Thick Horatio! Oh, I knew him, thick Horatio. Thick. Comma, Horatio. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, Luke. I am your thick father. <laughs> <laughs> no! Uh, mm. He's more thick than man now. <laughs> Twisted and evil. Oh, that's a good one. Ah, uh, thick snakes. Why did it have to be thick snakes? <laughs> 
My name is Michael Jordan, and welcome to Thick Space Jam. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the thick Alps. Would you <laughs> fuck? Now the, the rest of the show's just gonna be this now. It's just us being like, thick? Yeah, let's get it thick, baby. Oh god, we're about to get super assassin John Wick on us. No, I'm sorry. I'm John Thick. And I'm his sidekick, Larry the, <laughs> Larry the guy, gun cabinet. Pew, 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 pew. I'm real horny now, Larry. <laughs> I'm real horny. They, <gasps> no, they said he could, he killed three men at a bar with just one thick pencil. With a thick fucking pencil. With a thick fucking pencil. Alright, let's see. Um, I should have made one of these that takes us into the shill station. Welcome to a load of thick BS. <laughs> Featuring the two best thick boys on the planet. And we're about, as we're about to pull into the thick, thick, thick shill station. Oh, hold on, let's see. We're about to go to the shill station. Let's, okay, let's, which, let's, let's make a video. Oh, wait, this was perfect. We're about to go to the chill station. Let's make a cocktail. So Blake Tanner, welcome to welcome to the Shill Station. It's me, Sonic the Hedgehog, and today we're gonna be getting merchandise. Where can we get? It? I'm turning into Macho Man. I'm like, oh yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. It's real nice to meet you here. It's me, John Thick. <laughs> John Thick, let me ask you something. If I was outside in my naked, thick body just running across at the speed of sound and I needed to cover up, where could I get some merch? Some sick, thick merch. You want the thick merch, the thickest merch. <laughs> we gotta stop. We got to. <laughs> get it at com. That's where you get your sick, thick merch, baby. Yeah, baby. We got shirts for all the different shows. We've got uh, some really dope posters I just put up. So if you just want to jam some BS up on your wall, you can or get Or see that. the most horrible thing under God's green creation. Oh, no. I forgot I still have the Stranger Things shirt up there. Um, but wait, Blake, what if these are just nice people? What if our people out there are just wanting to give us money? Like, they don't expect that much in return. They don't want shirts or posters or, of course, the BS Boozy Sippy no. Cup. Where could they go? If they don't expect anything of us, they could just always go to uh, patreon.com slash a load of BS. I thought you were going to be like, they could always just fucking PayPal me, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, here's my info. Yeah. Or you could just go to hell. Whoa, Blake. Hell, Illinois. Yes. Hell, Illinois. Hell, Illinois. But Patreon.com slash a load of BS. What, what is that, Blake? I don't know. I'm just a small, thick boy. <laughs> Stop. 
It's Patreon. It's where you can become a patron. It's if you love us, you want to support us, you click that big orange button right under my fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you get access to our Discord where you can mm. hang out and chat with the BS. We were talking about it on Fight Boys. You kind of just become like a close friend. Like, Gazi posted something the other day that seemed sad, so I was just like, hey, buddy, let's talk. It's okay. If something happens to you, I'll lose that $5. Uh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. But, yeah, you you get a friend for life with me and Blake. You get shouted out on the show your choice like the Patreon saints of a load of BS, my mom and dad, and also our first mate, Salty Frank of the Seven Seas, and then finally, Blake, what else do they get? What's the last thing they get that's just the worst thing we've ever done? They get, you paid for this. Which is where me and Scotty usually just get together. We watch a movie. It's not good, usually. Not great movies. Um, Older, shittier movies. And we just kind of talk over them and this uh this time it's got should be out this week sometimes we watch the horrifying wrestle movie ready to rumble with our fight boys co-host the dylan and it may be the most drunk i've ever gotten during a recording i'm not gonna lie i was openly cheering by the end of the film scotty there is nothing I know that's not true because we did the the fucking Scooby Doo race. Oh WWE no, no, no. I, I mean like a, I mean like one that actually is gonna get released. The drunkest I've ever gotten. Okay. Um, and it was pretty bad. And also, for the next four weeks leading up to our live show at Starcast, Blake, mm. it's Patreon fucking raffle season, baby. We're finally doing a Patreon raffle, okay. a patron raffle. Basically, for every dollar you donate a month, you get an entry into it. So if you donate five, you get five entries. One dollar, you get one dollar, just one entry. And the winner is going to end up getting like a bunch of sweet Fight Boys swag. Mostly because I ordered too much for the show. And I'm like, oh, oh nice. I could just send this to one of our patrons. So yeah. Oh. Up those Uh, donations. Yeah, so we'll announce it the week before we head to StarCast for our live show. So make sure to donate to get in to possibly win the Patreon raffle. You get a free shirt, stickers, a lot of dope shit at patreon.com slash a load of BS. Sometimes we have to bet on ourselves. Sometimes we win. Sometimes we lose. And sometimes we go double or nothing. In Las Vegas! Join the Fight Boys the day after Double or Nothing live from Las Vegas, May 26th at 12.30 p.m. Live from StarCast for our first ever live show spectacular. The time may change. Who knows? Times may be- if you're there, you'll be there, right? Yeah. It's okay. We we don't believe we'll be there either. All right, Blakey T. We got real thick in that last segment. We you need to save the robot. Took us down a dark, dark road. We need 
We need a human element. We need nope. the human element of creativity. We're about to get thicker, baby. Oh, no! Because, Scotty, I've realized there's no fucking money in podcasts. What were we doing? What were we thinking? Well, I mean, that's, gonna... ba- that's basically what the show has become at this point, is us realizing, like, we're not going to make fucking money off this. We need to make some movies or some shit to sell to Hollywood. Well, I've given up on that, too, so... What we're going to do, Scotty, is we're going to open up our own fucking restaurant. Oh, fuck yes. We are going to make the BS Bistro. Okay. Well, now, we did do something similar to this when I had my uh, my wedding party. Because we had the yep. BS Bar and Grill, which consisted of a sad cotton candy maker. Yep. Except we're going to go all out, balls to the wall. We're going to build our perfect restaurant. What kind of food we're going to make, what we're going to serve, and just how much whiskey it's going to be soaked in. So, I we recently, in our hometown, for two weeks, had a closed golden corral that no one realized was closed. Just I'm no, sorry, what? No one went to it. Like, it was not frequented, which is why I guess it closed. But <laughs> that also led to no one in the town realizing the Golden Corral was closed. So what I'm thinking is, we just move into that Golden, golden Corral, Corral, baby. Oh, that's great, because it goes perfectly with my idea. Because yeah. I don't want any tables. Wait, wait what? Tables, Scotty, are the devil tables are what happens when people are it's something people put between them that stops them from communicating with each other okay but here's so the... we're removing all of the tables you can keep the chairs if you want you well, got to eat in your lap well going back to your uh, to your whiskey idea i will let you know that the chocolate fountain at golden corral will now be filled with whiskey or maybe okay. those little whiskey chocolates that they make but let me oh, uh, yeah. let me propose an idea for the for your lack of tables. People may not like that idea. So what I'm suggesting now, Blake, is just a giant fucking plate on, <laughs> on a stem with rolly wheels on it, and you ro- roll your giant plate up to the buffet, fill it to the brim with everything you want. We'll even yep. have partitions, so if you like your food separated, you can do that. Then you roll your giant plate back to a table, Wait. or back to a seat, and sit there. Can it be kind of like a Brazilian steakhouse, where, you know, like, it's the place where they just bring you meat on a stick until you say stop? Except I just want them to bring the buffet to you every few minutes. No, like, I I prefer this concept of a have you been to the, like those uh those sushi restaurants where it's basically on a like a tiny it's little on the, yeah a moving walkway of sushi it's a like real the, big one of those it's that but also it's super fucking fast it is a roller coaster of food and it goes through every section of the restaurant it's like shit now i got to wait 5 minutes for the chicken fingers <laughs> it'll be back in a minute sweetie it's okay now, here's an idea. Mm-hmm. We would have to have it very carefully controlled to where none of the food gets messed up. Right. I want a food gun. <laughs> Ooh, that could be for your special... Like, your to-go orders is delivered through the food gun. Well, what I'm thinking is, like, have you ever heard... There's a restaurant in uh, Alabama in the South, famously, known for throwing rolls at people. 
Yeah, it's the it's the biscuit place. Yeah, basically they just come out and if you want to roll, you're like roll, and they're like yeet, and then toss a roll at you. Yeah, I want to roll. It's called jump. Lambert's, by the way. I want a roll gun. I want it and not weak. I don't want some weak ass shit. I want it to be almost like t-shirt cannon power and just now, shoot them at people. Why don't we just get a t-shirt cannon and fill that baby full of rolls? Okay, I'm down with that. A t-shirt cannon filled with rolls that we shoot at people. It's like, oh, it was, it's your birthday today. Come over here. You get a five-foot birthday cannon. No, it's got, that's got the cake loaded in it, and we put the child in front of a giant target. Then we shoot a cake at them point blank. And then afterwards, to stop them from crying, uh, we have to give them the cannon to shoot at their dad. No, that day they get the they get the biggest, <laughs> the biggest rolling plate of the day. Go on, little Billy, get everything you could ever want. <laughs> Eat your fill, Bill. <laughs> Eat your fill, child. Now, what I like about this is it means that we get to save money on serving staff. Yes. I okay. Here's an idea. Mm. I want to take you back to when we were probably like in our early teens, and there was a show on TV called Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. <laughs> or also, eventually, there was another show like Wipeout. Yeah. Where essentially there were just yeah. a series of challenges you had to go through. Yeah. That's how you get your fucking food. You gotta run through a series of just, like, meat on hooks and just rip off the beef as you get by. But if you slow down, you're taken by our food mongrels. So it's like the temple guards in Legends of the Hidden Temple. Fuck me! Yes! That's exactly what it is. You come in, you feed your money to Olmec, and he's like, go, child, but be safe. Oh, Instead of, like, an obstacle course, I want it to be, like, a series of escape rooms, almost. It's more like Legends of the Hidden Temple, where you have to either eat the food that's in the room to escape, or you get caught by the grub guards. No, you're rewarded with the food you want, so you walk into a room, and, okay, here's what it is. It's a series of, like, 30 rooms strapped together. You walk into the first one. To your left, traveler, there is a plate of mashed potatoes with gravy. In front of you, a dish of spaghetti. And then on the right of you is a fucking piece of fish. Choose your path wisely. And basically, you go through picking whatever you want. And it's slowly, like, one way, if you keep going straight, you get a full-on Italian meal. One way is a full all-American meal. But you can turn every once in a while and get a, the best of all worlds. <laughs> There's the one that's just, like, the ice cream track, if you really want that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real sad. Oh, it's no, no, very no. sad, but... That would be your last room. Whatever room you exit would be your dessert room, and you could pick. But, but wait, you can also... You, could... you can also pick to just go in, like, a fucking line around the outside of the rooms, getting deserted each and every one of them. <laughs> exactly, you just go through all the dessert rooms. Yes! Oh, and, I want that. And then at the end, a food cannon shoots yeah. the meal you've prepared for yourself towards you, and then you get to smack a child with the roll bat. Can we go back a little bit, though? Because I think that they need to... The person, the people who are going through these rooms need to earn it. 
So what I'm proposing is there's only two families that get to like compete to eat at this place every night. Oh my like god. Every two hours. Wait, are we just making a TV show at this point? Because I think we are. We are, and it's a great idea. <laughs> See, you gotta fight for your food. That's what it's called. Fight for your food. Oh, it could be called the Hunger Games. That's not taken, is it? <laughs> the hungry the hungry challenge. The hungry boys. <laughs> the hungry, the hungry fight. So it can we please have a mascot who's just this giant? Imagine Grimace if he was like this Guillermo del Toro eldritch horror and he runs through the maze with you and tries to get you. I'm gonna get you. It's me, Grimace. Can it be that like Cthulhu ass looking um, Garfield instead? Oh, are you talking about. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are you talking about Gritty? <laughs> No, I've got to. I've got to educate you about like um, like the no, scary Garfield. I don't care because I know what the monster is. Firstly, there is gonna be the horror grimace, but also there's there's a monster just covered in uh, fettuccine and different types of noodles, and that's spaghetti. <laughs> Spaghetti's coming to get you. Which looks because um. He can only be defeated by spaghetti. Spaghetti. So what's our aggro, crack? Is it just a big pile of mashed taters up there that you gotta crawl through or eat through? Yes. It's mashed potatoes. Oh, it's all the food you did not pick. And in the center of it is the golden butter. <laughs> You've gotta go through the golden butter to get... you got to build the golden butter like statue oh <laughs> that's even which a lot of people are like it's simple because it's clearly just a rectangle of butter and it's like no man you don't get it this shit's tough why is it a monkey this week <laughs> so you go through the maze you get out you have to eat your entire meal then you have to climb up the uh Wait a minute. No, 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 no. It's just the fucking aggro crag with the golden butter at the top. But um, Spaghetti and, e and Demon Grimace are chasing after you with all the food you denied, just mm -hmm. flinging it at you. And if they catch you, they will shove it down your throat. Oh, no, Tibbs, what are you doing? Oh, God. Um, yeah, Blake, you found our third monster, and it's this horrifying Garfield spider beast. Now, do you want it to be that one, or, hey, Tibbs, could you pull, could no, you pull up, stop. uh, Garfield 2? Yeah, yeah, that one? The sequel could to you Garfield. Pull... Yeah, I'm here you go. <laughs> I'm pull that one up, Tibbs. What do you think about that one? Oh, he oh, broke shit. it. I'm assuming it's just a picture of the live-action Garfield from fucking the Bill Murray movies. Now he looks like a fucking centipede. Oh, God. Okay, so we've got the Damn it, Tibbs! How about this, Blake? How about we have the show to promote our restaurant? So the show Ooh. has, like, the advanced version, but the restaurant is still kind of just, like, this fun back and forth. Like, kids can do meet and greets with spaghetti. Mm -hmm. They can, like, hang out with Demon Grimace. They can get no. their giant plates. 
Scotty, which uh, horrible Garfield fiend would you like? Because this is all of them. Oh my god, it's a series of... <laughs> yep. Bullets don't work, John! <laughs> um, Actually, I'll tell you what I want, and so he's not gonna... John, I require lasagna. Um, I'm gonna say it's the one in the bottom left, because that way he would not be a... Uh, he wouldn't be like a face character. He wouldn't be a human in a costume. He would just be a giant animatronic that slams his horrifying claws down onto the aggro crag trying to take you out. And of course, uh, he is our yep. mascot. So when you pull up to the building, it looks like a norm normal golden corral that this beast has busted out of the back of. <laughs> and he has killed children before. <laughs> yes. No, that's the catchphrase. Welcome to weaponized food. We've killed children before. So says I, Demon Garfield. Oh, so you walk into this deserted golden corral. And your family is not the first there. You you sit down next to another family who say, yeah, we've been waiting for a few minutes. We just wanted to get some golden corral. And then the door fucking locks. And then they turn and they say, we've been here for 10 years. And the game begins. <laughs> so here's what I like. I sent you a video a few days back of just a the worst egg robot of all time. Yes, you did. And I had already seen it make sunny side up eggs and not the omelet. So the, what I'm proposing is that the robots took over this golden corral after they installed it very five nights at Freddy's asked. And then also they summoned uh, a, the devil <laughs> and the devil was like, I'm the new manager. And oh, I, I really like that Garfield guy. <laughs> so I look I, like him. I love like we're at a meeting of all restaurant owners. So they go to like Charles Edwin cheese and like, what's your restaurant's theme? He's like, well, there's a giant happy mouse that plays with the kids, and we all have pizza and play arcade games. And then it goes to, like... <laughs> that uh, was good. I, it took me a second to get uh, that one. Yeah, and then they go to old James McDonald, who's just like, in my restaurant, mm -hmm. you can have it your way. Wait, no, that's not it. Nope. At, my, at my restaurant, we serve up happy meals, and we've got this awesome clown. Meanwhile, cut to us. Our restaurant is kind of, uh, I guess you could call the theme, Eldritch Abominations meets... Uh, the terror of robot overlords. Like, and except he doesn't get a response because everybody is screaming now that they've seen his grim visage. <laughs> he has oh. driven them to madness. I'm. I really love the fucking food canon concept. Like none of the. There are times on the show where I'm just like, none of this is usable. This time I'm like, most of this is unusable. No one would ever make this restaurant. But I guarantee some motherfucker would be like, call out the fucking food cannon! Boom! I don't know, boss. I think fight for your food is a good idea without the eldritch shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like a food thing. Well, I mean, it would be like the our generation supermarket sweep. Oh, my God! Oh, shit! That's, it's the first, okay, the show is in three parts. First part is supermarket sweep, except you're trying to find food-based weaponry. Part two is fighting through the maze, trying to build your perfect meal. Part three is climbing the agro crag of fucking 
It's just a bunch of, like, the food that you actually wanted, it's a bunch of it. It's a new agricrag. No, that's what it is. Your food is waiting behind the golden butter. You have to put it together, and then you can get your meal. (laughs) It's a lot of fucking work for food, but I'll do it. Yeah. (laughs) Also, um, I do like to think that, I mean, if if we're going to make it a legit show, I'm going to say- Are we? If we're ma- if we're producing this and PBS is talking to us and they're like, look, we can't just give them a plate of spaghetti. That can't be their entire thing. And then that's when we go, oh, well, that's that's not all they get. They also get like a one year of free dining at any fucking weaponized eating locations. Weaponized eating locations. <laughs> so only Lambert's where they throw the rolls at you. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We we we'll have the restaurant at this point, but if mm-hmm. we kind of ease back on the eldritch abominations and instead give kids like squirt guns filled with gravy, the oh. restaurant has to be called Food Fight. Why did we take this long to get to Food oh, Fight? Yeah, and Dex in- Dog Detective is the <laughs> mascot. You go in, you get a poncho. You don't wear clean clothes, and then you could just fuck shit up for a while. All you can eat, so it's essentially a golden corral, but a lot nastier, which is hard to do. Oh, it's super na- because you know what? We should just go full cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Everybody, like, all of the cooking stuff is above everybody, like in the ceiling level. And once something is finished cooking, they just throw that shit down. They just below. drop it. They're like, table 10 needed some spaghetti. All right, hold on. Yeet! And just toss it down at them. Spaghetti coming up! Oh, wow, I'm Got actually... my eyes! <laughs> oh, wait, you also get goggles. <laughs> Honey, keep your poncho on now. Honey, keep the poncho on. We're just coming out of church. We can't get our church clothes messy. But, Dad, I don't understand. Oh, it burns! I'm on fire right now! Be careful, the rain is hot. What rain? Ah! Timmy, this is what you get for ordering the flambe. Also, instead of a... <laughs> oh, fuck! Also, instead of a chocolate fountain, it's a chocolate hose. You could just hose some bitches down with some chocolate at this place. Can the sprinkler system just be configured to, like, have chocolate? Yeah. No, no, no. That's how you get your soda. You just wait for the... For the... <laughs> Every ten minutes, there's a soda dispense. <laughs> it's like... Oh, hold on. We gotta clear it. We gotta clear out from the last soda, so just give us a second. Also, I guess, like, every plate would come with a mini umbrella <laughs> that protects it from the soda. So, Blake Tanner, You have to choose the soda. It'll it'll drop down a few minutes after you choose it. Just a thick rain of soda. So, oh, give me that DP <laughs> in my mouth. So, Blakey T, we've come up with the greatest restaurant of all time, which leads me to ask you... What was awesome this week? Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, fucking Golden Corrals, what's awesome this week? I actually did go to um, a restaurant that I love that had closed down over the uh, winter. Because it was too cold and it's mostly outdoors. Blake, one week you have to not bring something food related. One time you have to show up and be like, I saw a movie. Like, oh my god, what? I I haven't seen any fucking movies. 
<laughs> I, no, shut, shut up. My I need life to talk is a about sham. This. Uh, I went to go to my favorite beer garden. Oh, um, yeah, you talked about that last week. No, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. We talked about the fucking beer garden at some point. I know we did, but I need to talk about it this week because I actually went. Oh, okay. Go on, go on, baby. It was nice because you get to sit outside in a garden and drink a big-ass fucking stein of beer. A massive beer, yeah. Uh, and it just opened back up. It's got um, brats, like German food, schnitzel. The schnitzel's great. They had good and, mac and cheese. I enjoyed their mac. It's yeah. called, it's beer brat, correct? Ba- brat brat. Oh, brat brat, yeah. And if you really want, you could stay up for their late night brunch options, which is just a, a bunch of waffles that's so extra. I wish <laughs> I had known about this the night we went out. They because... didn't have it the night we went out. Oh, they have it now. Because I was so gone that night that if you would be like, Scotty, you want um a fucking massive thick pile of waffles i'm like yeah baby let's go because hey, boss was, was what night are you gonna be coming for that concert i'm coming saturday but i'm still gonna be keto baby oh you can watch me <laughs> well i mean once we go to vegas it's all all bets are off the keto is gonna be destroyed uh- I think all bets are on. Yeah. Well, no, no, we're going to be, I'm going to try to like do a vlog of it, which also we're going to be trying to record a live load of BS on a plane, which is the biggest dick move I think you can do. But um, it's going to suck. It's not going to be a good episode, but it's going to be an episode. Um, But yeah, I'm thinking about doing a travel vlog for it. It's just like the first shot of it is me with a McGriddle, just like, oh no, no, no. What's uh? What was awesome with your week? Oh my boy, it's it's weird seeing like because I do editing for this. Sh- I like I love doing these shows, but I do it like every fucking week, and I do the editing every single week. So like, it's weird finding these creative outlets that get me in like that zone of just like hyper focused. To where, like, if I'm editing and my mom comes in and is like, hey, can you, can you come down for a minute? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I am doing my thing that was awesome this week, however, you're lucky if I speak a word. And I was actually doing it before we recorded the show, and that is graphic design. Fuck, I love making some graphics. I, um, I've been doing it really hardcore the last week because I'm trying to make promotional stuff for the StarCast thing, and then I'm trying to make stuff for mother's day and a lot of different things to get printed out i made up yes is this why you made me wait an extra 15 20 minutes Uh, when i finally got home 10 minutes and the extra five was me setting up but yes (laughs) um but yeah like i I made some and i guess i can spoil it for you I am making some, like, really awesome trading cards, like WWE-style trading cards for Fight Boys that we're going to be able to give out. So you're going to have a personal Blake Tanner trading card and a Scotty Moore trading card. No, I want all of them. I want all of the Blake Tanner cards so I can make them rare. (laughs) (laughs) And sell them on eBay. And uh, I'm also making custom, since it's in Vegas, we're getting custom Fight Boys decks of cards. Fun, mm-hmm. custom fight boys poker chips we're getting some really awesome shit that i got to design and just when you get in that space of just focusing in 
and being able to be in that flow state. It's just such a great feeling. Also, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is still very, very good. And um, Oh, shit! What? I had another awesome thing. Oh, yeah? Is, is it Brooklyn Nine-Nine and how... Um, oh, shit, what's her name? She recently debuted as Ra- Rosa's girlfriend, and she's now my oh. favorite character on the show. I can't remember oh, her name. fuck. Oh, God, yeah, I can I see her talking. face in my head, and I love her, but it's... Okay, fine. What's your awesome thing? Um, at this theater that I, uh, was auditioning at tonight, it's on the second floor of an old antique shop. Yeah. And there's this one painting called The Coal Miner's Daughter. And it is of a rooster who is on a stage with a microphone in hand in a long black wig and a dress and very big like large fake breasts singing and it is something that i've wanted to have in my possession for a long time because it is a like it is the most rupaul thing that i want in my life how expensive is this blake because if when we set up like fucking BS offices eventually. This will be the thing that greets people as they come in. It's so expensive that whenever we're ready to do that, it'll be there. <laughs> Wait, and Cameron fucking Esposito. Sorry, that's that's Thank the uh, that's the girl on fucking Brooklyn Nine Nine who is amazing, and I love her so much, and she's wickedly talented. So also, I found out that the coal miner's daughter is a movie that was popular at one point in time. Oh yeah, like it, it's. I think it was a song. It was a movie. It was a bunch of different shit. But, it is. Uh, until next time, Blakey T. Where could people find you on the internet? You can find me on the Twitter at Blakey Tenna. I don't really post there much. You can also find me on the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. I was in a couple of their most recent videos. And that's it. We do video games on there. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. I'm very active on there, mostly annoying people. I've also been doing the same on the Fight Boys fucking Twitter account. You have tweeted too many people. (laughs) That's what I do, baby. That's just me. Um, and of course, check out all my books online. Look up Scotty Moore on Amazon. You can find them all there, including BS versus the Gods, which features a joke that Blake Tanner stole earlier in a fucking night. Uh, I've read the thing and I honestly don't remember it. it it's okay. Uh, so yeah, check that out. It's a really cool book. Me and Blake fight off Grecian gods and do some really awesome stuff. I'm about to, and I know I've said this before in the past, but now that I've actually got a decent schedule, I'm about to start work on the sequel which is going to be buck fucking wild. So check that out and check out all the other BS network programs online at a load of ladies and gentlemen. Special thanks to Tom McGuire and his wonderful brass holes, Tom McGuire and the brass holes, that great band that's given us our theme song theme. Is that our, is it our theme? So- it's our intro and outro. Music. It's our is theme it- song. Yeah. It's our theme song. Yeah. It's called Ric Flair off of their album. Of the same name, Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes. Tom McGuire and the Thick Brass Holes. <laughs> so, and, oh, also, they got nominated. They got nominated for an award for their first album, and I'm, I, I need them to win so we could be like the award, award fucking winning. winning. 
Um, of course, their song, like I just said a moment ago, Thick Flare. <laughs> so, make sure to check out Tom and support him. And support us. And if you can't do it monetarily, we understand. Just leave us a review on iTunes. That would help us a lot to shoot us up the ranks. Or, of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Check out the new Fight Boys channel where you can get even more me and Blake being complete and total idiots. So check that out. Support whatever way you can. We understand. And of course, remember to follow Blake and me on Twitter at a load of pure BS. Except no substitutes, because we will see you next week.